Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. We partner with JNTEL, a nonprofit organization that provides educational programs to promote emotional and mental health while building our identity in Christ. In this podcast series, you will learn about me, Kimir Baker, the CEO and founder of JNTEL, and other life changers. We inspire, equip, and support you along your journeys. By the renewal of our minds, we overcome life challenges. We renew and rise up. Glad to have you guys back. If you were listening to us last week, we've been having a great conversation with Jose. He shared so much. I'm like, so many drop the mic statements, which is going to give us an opportunity to have a great tools and tips show. And we're coming back just to dig a little bit deeper in some of the things that he shared about his resilience, his journey. And we're just going to jump into it. So Jose, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you for having me back again. It was wonderful last week, the, the show we did. Yeah, and you're so inspiring. And I hear your passion the more that we speak, which is so exciting. And I can tell that this passion that you have is something that you're determined to give back to other people. Well, this is important. Uh, last week, we talked more about the journey when I was there. I want to talk about why I'm doing what I'm doing today. I always talk about my two lives. I have a previous life, as I, as I said in the last program, that I was a corporate guy, 35 years in the oil and gas. A corporate guy having a, I, I can say, a wonderful life, doesn't taking care of nothing. My spirituality was not so good. By the way, I always think about that, that I was really divorced uh, of the presence of God. And now that I'm, I'm a super religious guy, but I'm really, really, today, I can see the presence of God and the signs of God. A lot of things that in, in my previous life I never saw. So when I came back, after one month that I came back, I learned, I have learned that first, our case was not unique. Even we went through this uh, terrible situation, we were part of what today is called the hostage diplomacy. That, that unfortunately, is what's happening today in Israel, by the way. If you follow the news, there are a lot of American and other citizens that have been taken hostage in Israel by Hamas. Well, this is part of these evil countries. They apply like that. They take normal human beings and they use them to pressure the other country. And it's like asking for ransoms. In our case, they were asking for things. But there are people, I learned there were people that are in Iran, in China, in Russia, in Cuba, in Afghanistan, Syria, Venezuela, a lot of, a lot of countries. So, so our family began to be part of a, a movement that it was created a campaign called the Bring Our Family Home campaign. That campaign today is here in the U.S. The intention of the campaign was like the six families uh, of us, the Cisco Six, were together. We began to together with the other families, the people that were in other countries. And we created this movement. And one month after I came, I went to Washington because they had the idea to put a mural in Washington with the faces of us. So there is a mural today in Georgetown with the faces of us, 19 guys, and my face is there. And the faces of, like uh, one month ago, they came some guys from Iran. The faces of the, those guys are there. 
There are people that have come from, from other countries. Their faces are there. So I went to that mural. And when I went to that mural, I began to meet all these families. And when I began to meet people, real people, they have gone through this adversity or they still are going through this adversity. I met their husbands, wife, dad, siblings, etc. And that, that really touched my heart. That really touched my heart because I began to see that, that first they saw me back and that, that I was giving them a message of hope. That, you know, that I, I was here, I was inspiring them. So that's why I decided to convert this in a coaching program. As I said, I went through these trauma centers and I went through therapy. I began to investigate about all the process you go through and how you can, using really techniques, you can help to overcome adversity. And that's why I decided to become a, an adversity and resilience coach. So I basically, today I'm, I'm, I'm doing this basically to help people and, and companies because I come from the corporate world. And so I, I combine these two experiences and I begin to talk. Remember when I met you, there wasn't a speaking gig that I was uh, doing because I, I converted also a speaking program. I call it the From Captivity to Freedom that is based on my experience. And as I said, I decided also, also to write my book. So I, you told me about the passion. Yes, I really feel passion because I, I, I found that this was like a calling that some way got to me in the, this path and I had to do it because it's like a calling. It's a period. It's a calling. You go, you go in life through situations that there is like a breaking point in your life where you, you have a before and, in, and after. The guy that came back, Jose Pereira, today is not the same guy that was six years ago there. And I think, and I shared that before, that I'm, I'm really blown away by your commitment to share your story, but to help people through their experiences. And I remember stating before, I think I said something to the effect of not everyone who've gone through something like this has the resilience and the understanding to pour back into other people. And I think you were sharing with me before that some of the individuals who were with you on this journey their decision was just to kind of take a step back from life and disengage a little bit. But yet, here you are talking to everyone, people's podcasts, during interviews, and I I'm just blown away by your commitment to just not having the situation be the end of your life. This is important because, uh, let me tell you, I respect if somebody, for some reason, decides, like almost all my colleagues decided to go silent and they disappear. So I, I passed months without hearing about them. So, so they, they, they took the decision. They, they, even they disappeared, their social media, everything, everything. They, they decided to go silent, totally silent. They, that, that is the way they decided to handle. In my case, I really went, in, went to go vocal because I, as I said, I, I found that this really was like a calling. One month ago, in September 18, I was invited to an event that was during the UN, the, the UN General Assembly. I assisted. I'm going to put it tomorrow because I, I received yesterday the recording. Uh, an event that was called Battling the Hostage Di Diplomacy. It was a forum we did in New York. And I was in a panel. I was invited in a panel with families of other hostages and former hostages, a guy from UK and other international hostages. 
and I was part of the panel, and I was honored to be invited to the panel. And I remember the moderator of the panel, he made me that, exactly that question. In my answer, I was hearing it yesterday because I received the recording yesterday. And I was laughing because I said that for some reason that I don't know, I decided to become unstoppable. Huh. So I used that, use that term, unstoppable. And I was laughing because that is exactly what I have been doing. I became unstoppable. I decided to talk and talk and talk in any audience that I can do about this, not only about the hostage situation, about how you can overcome adversity in your life. I really, really think that in much I can, I can spread this message is much that people can really get inspired and can help others. So anybody can be hearing this in this moment and can be, be thinking, wow, I'm going through this thing in my life and now I'm hearing this guy saying these things. Let me think it better. Yes, if, if I can change the mind of only one person in that way, I'm going to be very well deserved. So that's the way I decided to be unstoppable. Our 501c3 nonprofit organization, J Intel, and A Healing Peace are looking for community partners to support our mission. We are bridging the gap between faith based and therapeutic resources. Consider partnering with us. Go to slash donate and contribute. By contributing in this manner, you ensure that we continue to spread this inspiring and encouraging message. And I'm grateful for that calling, as you mentioned. And it was kind of interesting because we were talking about callings, I think, yesterday. And so many times we get things convoluted in our calling because we start to think about ourselves. And thinking about ourselves, we start thinking about what we are entitled to have or what we think there's a level of entitlement to it. And I'm, I'm wondering for yourself, is there things that you have posted throughout the day, throughout the week that keeps you anchored in your calling in the right sense where you're not feeling entitled? Like, oh, I just had this really great interview. So now I feel even more accomplished. Like, how do you keep yourself in a humble position to continue to be used in this way? Well, I'm very centered. I'm, I'm really grounded. And so I decided to listen. I, I, by the way, I'm not thinking to be a celebrity, nothing like that, because some, sometimes people can say, hey, this guy wants to be a celebrity. No, really, I really want to is spread my message. Really want to spread my message. And so, as I said, I have like two lives. My first life, I was a guy that was really quiet. I never, I didn't have no social media, nothing, absolutely nothing. So for me, this is something totally new in my life. So I decided to be visible and vocal on this. So I open my, my account. I have my LinkedIn account. I do a newsletter every week where I talk about these things because I, I decided to combine. I understood that my previous experience that was a, a wealth knowledge in management if I use it and combine it with this that I learned as a survivor, wow, it's a powerful tool to help others. Because now you're talking about not only overcoming adversity, you're giving techniques, how to strategic think about how to solve things in your life. 
I have been like learning. This has been like an evolution in my life that I've been incorporating these things that I say, hey, I have this in my life. As I told you, I went through a lot of things in my life that I'm really grateful today that I have my, my therapist that we became friends. I don't see her like a therapist. I see her like a friend. So today my weekly session with her is like a friend's talking. But she began to explore in my mind and I, I found a lot of episodes in my life that I was not aware how this can be really useful for today's new experience that I'm having. So this that I'm doing today, it keeps me grounded that really I'm doing things to help others. So really that's my mission. And I'm glad you brought up your therapist experience again, because I think it's an indication that even though you are giving to other people and you're pouring yourself out, that you're still doing things to maintain your self-care, your mental health, your emotional health. And in the process of doing that, you're able to stay on this path and stay within your calling. That is true, because let me tell you, when I began to do my, my sessions, when I came back, I, I went like in three phases. When, when I came back on October 1st, we stayed 10 days in, a San, in San Antonio here in a military basement in a very uh, comprehensive uh, decompression program they use for the militaries. They, they applied this to us during 10 days. Very comprehensive program to decompress all the things that you have in your brain. After that, I went to a national trauma center that is in North Carolina. I'm going to say it here is Wakemet. Wakemet. Uh, I became friends of the director of the program. We became, we're today a friend. By the way, he, he, he wrote, wrote something in my book regarding to that. I begin to talk with, the, with my therapist, and I remember she telling me, Jose, even that you think you're okay, there are things that are going to be popping up during this time because you're, you're going to begin to have PTSD uh, events. And, and it began to appear, PT, PTSD events. Uh, there were things that, for example, if somebody was yelling, was a process, things begin to pop up. So being in, in, in these uh, sessions on the therapy, and, and, and she told me that when you decided to do this, is part of your healing process. All that what you're doing today is helping you in your healing process. That, that, that's the way I decided to do it. And one of the things that's clear when you were speaking in terms of going to these different programs is that it doesn't sound like you went reluctantly. And I say that because you've always had a friend, you became friends with people throughout the journey. And so that's actually really cool to hear because not only do you see the value for yourself, but because you're in a state of this is for me and I need this, you were able to be transparent and authentic with other people and they were attracted to you. I can tell you something, Kimir. Today, I have a wonderful community. I, I, I'm very active in LinkedIn. If the people want to go to my LinkedIn account, you will see that I'm really active there. I'm having audio events. I'm going to have tomorrow a masterclass that I'm going to give uh, about leadership. I'm going to have tomorrow a free masterclass with the people talking about leadership. I have a wonderful audio event uh, last Friday talking about kindness. I'm talking about strategic thinking. I'm, I'm really having cool things going there. And I have been growing my community based on authentic friendship. I have a wonderful friend of mine. 
he's 77. He's 77. And you know, we meet every week in a, in, in a place here in Houston to talk about life. And now we're doing all the events together. We have a program called Two Old Geezers in the Roller Coaster of Life. And we talk about general topics. So I begin to explore that this is like a law of attraction. You begin to attract wonderful people in your life and, and they begin to be part of your journey. And that's so, I'm so glad that we were able to talk about this because so many times when we go through emotional traumas, we want to hide away from the world and we also want to hide our experiences. And usually when we do that, we become a little bit more isolated and those experiences continually to haunt us. And so hearing you share brings us back to the place, the value of being our authentic selves, the value of not hiding from those experiences. But as you talked about before, taking hold of it, looking at it, accepting it and, and being able to examine who we are in the midst of it. And I'm just so grateful that you're sharing this part of your life because I really do believe it will help a lot of people to get through that fear of just being their authentic selves with their emotional experiences. Yeah, this is very important. Very, very well said. Let me tell you, you have to face your fears. Not only face it, talk to them. I always use David and Goliath. Goliath is your giants, and your giants are your adversities. Everybody has their own giants in life. And you can feel like tiny, like David was really tiny, and Goliath was a real big giant. But he could not only face it, he could defeat it. But you need to face them. You have to look at the face of your adversities. You have to talk about it. And another thing, you have to really look support. So sometimes people doesn't talk with nobody and you get depressed alone. That That's where the people really go in a bad place, darkness, and take wrong decisions. So if you go to your loved ones, and, and let me tell you, in adversity, the people that really care for you and love you, they're going to be with you until the end. They're going to be with you. You need to seek for that support. Don't, don't face adversity alone. Go and ask for help. Be surrounded by people that love you. Take away of toxic people. This is another thing. The toxic people. <laughs> because there's another thing here. I have, received, have been receiving, not so much, but sometimes people saying, hey, why are you doing this? Uh, are you a psychologist? Are you an expert? And my answer is, no, yeah. I'm not an expert. Yeah. I'm not a psychologist. I am somebody that survived this. And I think I have the moral authority to talk about this because I went through this in my life. So that's why I, I, I had the moral authority to talk about this. I'm very, very conscious that I'm not a, a, a super guru on this, but really, 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 I'm a proof of life that thinking happen. Yeah, for sure. And what makes it even greater is because with a psychologist and social worker, theirs is from books and reading. Whereas for you, your actual experience. And so you can talk through these various situations, these concepts, the brain recoding, the, uh, the value of positive thinking, like all these things that if you pick up a book, psychologists will tell you are beneficial, but you actually lived it. You actually have been it. 
Well, let me tell you, that is exactly that what I have been learning. When, when I begin to go to these therapies and the, this trauma center, and I begin to investigate, because I, as I said, the director of the program, we became friends. He put me in the knowledge of how are the biochemicals work in your brain. He learned after checking us, investigating on us in, in a very comprehensive way, how we did things in a way that we, we were applying techniques that are reading, writing in books, but we didn't know. We did a basic by common sense. Yeah. And that's so great because as I'm thinking what you're sharing, one of the things that hit me the most is that that's God's way to keep you in your calling. He yes. is filling in all the gaps with all the information that you need so that you can continue to bless others. And Correct. when I see God do that, it blows me away because it allows us to see how powerful he is and that he has pretty much the bigger picture in store to which we can't see at the time, but that doing it through him, like he is your source for the information and he continues to give you that information. Well, let me tell you, that is so true that today, as I said, I, I'm, I'm more conscious on the, my religious path and my belief in God. I, I, today, I, I assist on a weekly basis to a, a church. I go to, a, as I was telling you, I, I'm part of a senior citizens group that I'm very glad we meet uh, there. We, we I have have and now have good friends. Uh, you know, I'm like a baby. I'm I'm 61, and these guys are 70, 80s. I I'm assisting every Friday to a group there, that very elder people. That, that, that I'm helping them, like very elder people in the maybe in the 80s, maybe in the 80s. So I, I'm really connected with this group. My pastor is somebody that is he's so amazing. I'm really so connected with him because I so every 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 Sunday when when he got his speech we always talk because now we are friends also and I tell him I I don't know how you do it you always are blowing my mind doing things and saying things the other day he was talking about a master plan of God and he was telling that everybody has already God has a master plan for you. But you don't know it, but he knows it. But to go there in the place that God has for you, you have to go through a path. And that path sometimes has roadblocks. Sometimes can be really ugly. And that's why he doesn't reveal it to you. Because if you see what you had to go through, maybe you're going to see a lot of ugly things that you don't want to go there. So that's why he doesn't reveal it. But he already knows where he wants you to go. And you're going to go there because that is his will. So this is part of what I feel today, that the, all the things I went through my life and this extreme situation I went through my life was part of that process. And today, that's why I call it like a calling, because I really, truly believe today that it was part of his will. I had to go through that to, to be trained, to learn, and to do what today I'm doing. Well, you've shared so much great information, and I want to highlight one more time in terms of how do people reach out to you? I know you talked about LinkedIn and doing your master classes. Do you have a 
some still coming up for this year, like November, December, and the things to prepare for the new year and all that good stuff? Well, yeah, I, I'm doing several things. As I said, I have this coaching program. You can go to my, I have a webpage. Uh, I'm going to put in the links. It's, uh, it's very easy. It's Jose Connect. Jose Connect uh, altogether.com. Jose Connect.com. Everybody put Jose Connect.com. You will go to my uh, webpage. You will see there my coaching program. You will see also I'm doing some speaking gigs. As I said, I, I was some weeks ago in, in New York. I'm going to have an event next month also. By the way, it's a soul healing event. That is the name. A soul healing event. Yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm going to put the link there also there. I have the, my book that, that is in, I'm in the, in the pre-order campaign. And part of the, the I'm going to put the link there because uh, the people that can pre-order the book, I'm going to give a free coaching session. Part of the proceed of the book, I'm supporting this foundation, the work with the hostage community. I'm today working actively with them. I have been working with the uh, James Foley Legacy Foundation. I have been working with the Hosted A Worldwide Foundation. I have been working with Hosted USA Foundation. I'm going to be with them in Thanksgiving in an event called a car giving event. Uh, there's for fundraising for them. Uh, so I have been really active with all these foundations. And in my social media, I'm in all the social media, but really in LinkedIn is where I'm, I'm really glad because I have built a very strong professional community there. We are sharing, I said, as I said, I'm doing audio events there and having this newsletter. I'm doing this masterclass. So I'm doing a lot of things. So the people that want to follow me, I'm going to leave the links there. If somebody wants to contact me, just call me. I, I, there's going to be in my webpage that they, they can DM me. They can send me an email. They can book a calendar free call. We can talk. We can talk. And so... We can talk with them. If, if somebody that's hearing is interested that, that I can go to any event they want to have, that I can talk about this to inspire people and also, also willing. So I'm doing a lot of stuff. So I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, as I said, I'm unstoppable. <laughs> yes. And I'm glad that you took the time to stop by with us to share your story, your insights. I mean, you've given us so much incredible information and I, and I definitely appreciate your vulnerability and your humility to share these things with us and to inspire us. And for those who are listening, please go look him up, look into his coaching services. You've heard for yourself the value that you receive through his coaching services and what, why wouldn't you want someone to be able to give you insights and help you to achieve your goals, but more importantly, help you to thrive as a human being and to be excited about who you are as a person? If somebody has a company, they're having problems, I can help them. Remember, I come from oh, the, yeah, that's right. the corporate world. So I have a really broad experience that I can share. Yes, you have a full resume and a mm -hmm. full or breadth of knowledge to share and equip those interested in knowing or connecting with you to be on their path as well. So, Correct. yeah, thank you, Jose, so much for your time. It, this has been so incredible. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to come back with tools and tips next week, but it will be a scaled down version of what he shared. So 
this may be one of those podcast segments where you just keep coming back and replaying the interview to continue to get inspiration until you connect with him personally. So until then, you guys have a good one. And Jose, if you want to share anything else, feel free before we check out here. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to give you the links uh, to the, my, my webpage. In the webpage, that will, you will find all my social medias there. I have a YouTube channel. I forgot. I'm posting their videos also, inspirational videos, technique videos. People can go there and see them. So I'm today all over the medias, uh, and uh, you can have it from there. And again, you will see there my coaching, my speaking, my uh, my book. I'm gonna leave my the, the links for the book. So yeah, so people can contact me and feel free to call. I, we can talk. Anything you want to talk, they, 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 they're hearing me. Call me. Call me. We can talk. All right, that's awesome. And as you can tell, he's easy to talk to. And within five or ten minutes, you'll walk away with so many nuggets, which is so clear. But alrighty, you guys, enjoy the rest of your week.